It was Alan's fault. I mean, <laughs> Who told us to do that? Castle, have you ever thought about your name in terms of the board? Like, Castle Knight on the board? Oh, hilarious. Yeah. No, but, but I'm not on the board. What did you say earlier, Natalie, about Castle? She can only move in certain directions. <laughs> No circles. No, no circles she for me. She can't run in circles, <laughs> but she can run circles around us. Hey there, Team Milliken. Our company has been around a long time, and over the decades, our leadership has evolved. Today, as a privately held company with a number of shareholders, our executive team reports to the board of directors. What is a board? What do they do? And how does their vision shape Milliken's path? And most importantly, what does that mean for us as associates? I'm Betsy Sigma, and today I'm joined by Castle Knight, Senior Vice President and General Counsel to Milliken, and Corporate Counsel Natalie Dunham. Together, they'll help us understand what our board is and how their work affects us as associates. Welcome, Castle and Natalie. Hi, Betsy. Hi, thank you. Yeah, it's good to be with y'all. Um, so first off, before we dive in, I'd love to hear more about just who you are and what your individual roles are. Um, so tell us a little bit about the work that you do. Natalie, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, I have been here and a member of the legal team for almost eight years now, and I have a few different roles in legal, but one of them is working with Castle and other members of our team to support the board by preparing board materials, writing uh, board meeting minutes. So there's a few of us who do a lot of behind, behind the scenes work that uh, supports the board. Got it, Castle. Hi, um, I'm Castle Knight. I, um, as Betsy said, am the general counsel. I'm also um, the executive sponsor for our sustainability program and have a couple of other um, responsibilities connected to my role, but for this subject, I am also the secretary to the board of directors, so um, that's a little bit what it sounds like. I attend all the board meetings, help them um, get their uh, regular business done, take notes so that we can turn them into minutes so that then we can have a consistent record of what our board um, does for us and protect our corporate functioning that way. So let's just start super basic. I think we've all heard about corporate boards. We've all, you know, heard about boardrooms. There's sort of the shroud of mystery that hangs <laughs> over corporate boards in general. And you two have been on the inside of that. Um, <laughs> so just, you cannot insult my intelligence. Let's just start from the very ground up. What the heck is a board? So... A board of directors is a requirement of most U.S. and, in fact, most international corporations and other governance structures. So sometimes you might, in the U.S., hear about an LLC or uh, an LP. There are a lot of different ways to form a business and make it an official company with the government that has jurisdiction over where you are. And a lot of those um, forms of business, especially corporations, which were one of the original forms, have a structure that's required so that they can make decisions and move their business forward. 
So a corporation has officers like Halsey, the CEO. Halsey, are you listening? Other (laughs) other corporate (laughs) officers. And they run the day-to-day business of the corporation. They make most decisions. They are here and functioning with the business on a daily basis. But everybody has to have a boss. And Halsey is directly or indirectly most of our bosses. But Halsey, too in a way has a boss, and that's the board of directors. And the board of directors is responsible for periodically understanding what's going on in the corporation, for giving feedback to the CEO, for choosing the CEO, um, and for making really large decisions that the corporation might want to move forward on such as an expensive acquisition or an expensive capital expenditure like building a new plant. So um, they function as an oversight body. They make sure everything that the company's doing and that the offices are doing makes sense, is logical, is reasonable, and they offer their expertise, insight, and support to make all of our corporate decisions better and make our company as well functioning as it can be. So every company has a board and at at Millican and and it sounds like in a lot of corporations that board functions as um, the the CEO reports to the board Mm -hmm. and the board helps make major strategic decisions. that the company is facing. Is that yes. sort of that well so, sort of it in a nutshell? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Wow, I didn't realize Halsey had a boss. It sounds like he has a couple of bosses since well, there's not just one person on the board. True. So how how many people are on Milliken's board and also how do you get invited to be a part of a board like this, specifically at Milliken? Sure. Um we currently have eleven directors. Okay. So one of them is Halsey. Okay. So if you want to be on the board, you can become the CEO. That's one way. Just like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, We have three stockholder directors. So they are members of the family of owners. And the rest of the 11 directors, so seven, a majority, are independent directors, which means that they aren't employees of Milliken and they don't own any stock in Milliken. And those independent directors are chosen based on their expertise and experience. The board looks at our company's strategy and their own skill sets and experience and tries to identify what are the characteristics and the experience that would bring value to Milliken to help move our strategy forward. And that's sort of the the basis that they look at when they're going out and recruiting new independent directors to nominate to the board. And the directors are elected, they're nominated by the board, but they're elected by the shareholders. So they all have to be elected every three years. Okay. So technically the shareholders are the board's boss. Yes. Oh, wow. I wonder who the <laughs> shareholders' boss is. Natalie pointed out that the shareholders' bosses are each other oh. because in the end they all have to agree or vote one way or another on the major major issues in the board of directors. I, I thought you were going to say Natalie was their boss, and I was well, going to be really pleased to have you here in the room, Natalie. Know. Um, <laughs> Castle Knight and the boss of all here in the room. Um, well, okay, so that board makeup, that's really interesting then. So we have 
Halsey representing Milliken leadership, Milliken management, let's say, and then stockholders, which are part of the family, part mm-hmm. of the owners, it mm-hmm. sounds like, mm-hmm. and then um, seven representatives who are selected and elected based on their subject matter expertise and, and what they can bring mm-hmm. to help grow Milliken. Is that right? That's right. And our bylaws actually require that a majority of the board be made up of independent directors. And that's something that Mr. Milliken and other leaders in the past put in place because they thought that was the best way to have the company overseen by you know, objective, really expert people who would make the best decisions for the family and the associates and all of the stakeholders who are impacted by the company. And the people on our board um, right now and in the past, uh, they're very impressive. They're sitting CEOs, they're retired CEOs, major, major companies. Um, we've had, we have a four-star general at the moment, and we had one in the past. Um, and they're just very impressive people that it's an honor to be in the room with. And I would say that also about our stockholder directors. They, too, have their own careers. They're accomplished people. Yes, they have a connection to this company, but they also bring their own uh, wisdom and attributes to help the company. That's incredible. So it's all kinds of perspectives coming to the table. Um, all of the interests of the associates, the family, the, the business interests represented. So who at Milliken gets to interact with the board? Who, who, who works with the board at Milliken? Well, the board has five regular meetings a year, and at each of those meetings there are reports and presentations by the divisions and all of the enablers. So the board is hearing from every division and every enabler multiple times a year. There's also different functions within the company that report to the board or a board committee. For example, uh, the ethics and compliance program leaders and the internal audit team reports to the audit committee of the board every year. So it is really a process of looking at what does the board need to know based on what's going on around the company and uh, what are the you know regular items that the board's going to have to vote on or consider and then we kind of determine who's the subject matter expert in the company who needs to be the one who presents that information to them and be there to answer questions. And the board really wants to hear from multiple levels of management. They just they don't want to hear from a single leader on the same subject repeatedly. They want to get to know who works in our company, who our associates are, and so they encourage and we happily um, offer uh, various perspectives from within Milliken. It's a very healthy relationship in that way. Um, And then there are some continual support functions for the board. For example, David Smart works with them a lot on financial matters and obviously Halsey and then our team, um, the corporate secretary function, supports them at every meeting and in between as well. So that's generally, it's a small group, but it changes and it's an opportunity. And if you're looking to have a growth experience, it's a really good thing to strive for as an associate. So 
you mentioned that the board they receive information, sort of general business information and updates, and then we bring topics to the board that they need to consider when they're making a vote on something. What what sort of votes is the board making? How are what decisions are they making that that drive the company? You talked a little bit about acquisitions mm-hmm. earlier. There is a dollar threshold, so anything that costs over five million dollars, the board has to hear about and vote on. And so there's some oversight there that management is not just running around spending large chunks of money Smart. that this no one's paying attention to. Yeah. This is where the director's part comes in. <laughs> that's yeah, right, that's yeah. Um, and they vote on the officers every year. So uh, technically, they hire everyone who's a named corporate officer each year. It's, that's more of a formality, but it certainly happens. Um, they approve the annual financial plan okay. every year, so okay. that's a big, a big piece of setting what the company is going to invest in, and you know those parameters that then we go and operate under. Oh, and I see how now this is a part of the bigger picture with our budgeting process, and then mm-hmm. sounds like we get a, approval from from mm-hmm. a board meeting, and then we're off to the races. Um, Yes. To, to follow that plan. Yes. Yeah, so think of it as very big projects or very big picture structures. So our financial plan, our compensation plans overall, not on an individual associate basis, but just our general compensation philosophy and kind of the pool of money available uh, and, and our strategy. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, multi-day meetings where they hear about the 2025 strategy and they approved that and they'll be very involved in hearing about the 2030 strategy as we work on developing that to give their insights on whether they think that's going in the right direction or not. Yeah, but I will say they don't vote on the strategy. It's more of a conversational back and forth, you know, are you thinking about this? Have you considered that? We're not sure this makes sense. And uh, it's an iterative process um, where they ask for updates and reports back and how it's going. And so it that's how adjustments are made. So more of an advisory role exactly. in that way. That's great. And just hearing you describe members of the board, I mean, what a, you know, what a wonderful resource for us to be able to have those sorts of minds and and that diverse set of perspectives mm-hmm. advising on our strategy. It truly is. So we've talked big picture. Let's talk a little bit about me. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> about the associate. So um, how how do the board's decisions impact the life of an associate like you or me? Um, how how does their work impact us? Well, they're driving a lot of the growth of the company by advising on these acquisitions and um, approving them. You know, I think we would all say that adding great teams like Borchers and Encapsis and Polar Tech have really impacted all of us um, here at Milliken. They also, you know, keep our bosses <laughs> in line. <laughs> yeah. So they... Um, they hear about any major compliance concerns or that kind of thing, and they're making sure that those are always being addressed um, appropriately. 
So there's, you know, they're a big part of how we win our World's Most Ethical Companies Award every mm-hmm. year by making sure that they are giving us that oversight that protects us all, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they help support and align and improve you know, our strategy and they're aligned with our purpose and they embody that and help us work towards that. And um, so in some ways they directly affect us by approving compensation plans or approving acquisitions, as Natalie said, or making major decisions on where we're going to spend our money, but they also indirectly affect us in so many ways, um, like we're talking about. Yeah, just help us stay on the right track, yeah. too. You know, as you were talking, I, I remembered um, several of our current board members, and I think some past, have also come and spoken to us directly as associates, yeah. uh, especially as part of our um, CEO speaker series yes. or as some of our DEI work. I'm remembering, I think it's General Vi, yes. who um, who you were referring to, um, who came and spoke um, to one of our associate networks. And um, I know Dr. Frida Lewis-Hall has, has come and spoke to us during COVID mm-hmm. um, because of her medical background. And so what a gift to have um, not only their expertise, but it sounds like they really care about the associate and, oh, and where absolutely. we're going as an organization too. And I'm sure I missed many, but um, just listening to you talk, I thought, oh, I've met some of these folks. <laughs> I've seen them on, on Teams meetings before. Yeah, so they're an incredible thing. resource. Absolutely. That's great. Well, so thank you so much for explaining to us what the heck a board is and, and specifically what the Millican board does. Um, anything you just want to leave us with what what should an associate know about the board I think it's important to um, understand that the directors don't just get to decide whatever they want to based on whatever they care about they owe fiduciary duties to the company and they're subject to a lot of the same standards like we are as associates that we aren't supposed to let conflicts of interest influence the decisions and they are obligated to act in the best interest of Milliken and the shareholders and the associates. So it's, you know, they're not um, completely unconstrained and they really do take those duties seriously. And, you know, those are the, the sort of bedrock of what their job is to make sure that they're fulfilling those duties to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. a job. It's not just mm-hmm. a one-off thing. These, right. these folks are here to serve us. And yeah. I would also say, I mean, we haven't gone into all of their backgrounds, but just the fact that we have such an impressive board is really a reflection of what an impressive company Milliken is and how well-run it is. Uh, a lot of companies fail because they don't have these sorts of structures in place, well run, with competent people, much less extremely impressive people. So it should be a source of comfort and pride that we have all of that and are so well run. And even though all of us as associates don't get to interact with the board or maybe even ever meet them, knowing that that's in the background, that that type of strength and force and insight is um, 
part of how we operate at Milliken should be a really um, great thing to be proud of. Castle, you talked just a second ago about how um, the board really embodies Milliken's values, our five values of integrity, excellence, innovation, sustainability, and people. As the head of our sustainability work, I'm curious to hear how does the board interact with our sustainability efforts and and how are they living that value? Sure, thanks for that question, Betsy. Um, Sustainability is an important part of who we are at Milliken and is now an enabler. So as an enabler function, we report to the board multiple times a year as to what our processes are, our governance structure, our progress against our goals. And so they have a lot of oversight about what we're doing. They're very, very encouraging about what we're doing. And in an indirect way, they encourage it more broadly within the company by asking sustainability questions in the context of other matters that are being discussed at the board. And several of our directors have direct sustainability experience, so they're continually challenging me and the enabler and the broader team to think more broadly and to take bolder steps on sustainability. They truly have alignment with Milliken's vision that sustainability Um, can be one of our key competitive differentiators and that Milliken can play a leadership role in that area and it can be the basis of a lot of our future success. That's great. And I'm also loving just throughout this conversation, I'm sure we could tie all of our values to the work. Oh, yeah. Sounds like that the board does, but also just that deep, um, deep value of integrity. Yes. um, Which Natalie, I especially heard through through some of what you discussed, that they're they're holding us accountable, they're making sure that we have the right processes in place and, and helping us to continue to do the right thing in yes. all that we do. Exactly. Thanks, Castle and Natalie. And to our incredible team of associates across the globe, thank you for listening to Milliken for Everyone. This is a Marketing Center of Excellence production. Alan Jenkins is our producer. And once again, I'm Betsy Sigma. Remember, we can make a positive impact that will last generations, and we'll do it together.